Welcome to the Transformation Station, where your journey to a better life begins. Your hosts, Alex Sapala and Steve Kane, share quality, world-class material that fuels personal growth and transformation. Poignant, practical, and replicable, they will inspire you on your journey to living the life of your dreams. Let's drop into their conversation now. G'day, Steve. G'day, mate. We finally got all our... Um, podcast ready, uh, podcast stations, transformation station, and leader flow. Yeah, and it's been a lot of hard work, hasn't it? It has been actually. Mm. I'm really pleased with how it's come up. Yeah, um, you know, you ha- we have dreams, and to see dreams come true, and to take steps towards those dreams is a is a wonderful thing. Absolutely. I'd like to introduce. Uh, you to Alex Sapala, who was over here. Hey guys, um, Alex. Alex and I have known each other for about two years now, mm. and have become firm friends. And I know Alex, you've had a big impact on my life, and have been my coach. And I really appreciate that. And together we've grown, and I've seen um, you grow, and you've seen me grow, and I really appreciate it. And thank you also for inviting me to. Uh, the John Maxwell team and telling me all about it and then I went and joined and I was able to uh, join in with that great team as well a worldwide team of uh, speakers coaches and trainers and you were a founding member here uh, in Australia I think I was probably one of the first 10 that went across from Australia and that was back in 2011 so you know we we got the invitation early in uh, February of 2011 and we're on the plane in August completed the certification and my life hasn't been the same since. So it was a fabulous journey. Absolutely mm. fantastic so far. And I know there's more to come. Tell us, Alex, where were you born? I was born in Sicily, in uh, in Italy. And back in those days, uh, if my mother had been um, uh, diagnosed today, she probably would have been diagnosed with uh, diabetes or, or, or gestational diabetes of some description. Right. Because I was 6.8 kilograms Whoa. when I was born. Anyway, um, they broke my arm in three places to get me out. And um, within a couple of hours, my father had, had taken me to the hospital. And to, uh, as he walked into the emergency ward, he saw, um, he saw a, uh, a friend of his who was a doctor, who was a resident. And he's, he's, he says to my father, he says, people, Joseph, who, 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 who's this? Who's this little boy? I haven't seen you for months. He says, who is this boy? He must be two years old. He goes, no, he's only been born for two hours. <laughs> so you were a big, big fella. I was a big fella. So born in Sicily. Fella. But where did you grow up? Yeah, we migrated to Australia when I was four. And then I grew up in Melbourne uh, until I was about 17. I left and joined the Navy. Did seven years of service, uh, voluntary service with the, uh, with the Navy. And then went back to Melbourne after that. It's, it's, been a, it's been a fabulous journey ever since. Now, you've got a family. Are you married? Boy, have I got a, boy, have I got a family. I've got a wonderful wife, Jacqueline, and uh, I have, uh, I've had the honour of, of fathering six children. Yeah, they're all growing up to be absolutely beautiful human beings. And, yeah, and very y- proud. And yes, folks, in case you're wondering, he does have a van. Tell us what you like doing for fun. I love being down the beach. Uh, I like riding bikes. Uh, I like my motorbike. We like going down the range and, and shooting handguns. You know, there's a whole vast of different things. There's not one, one, there's not one dimension that makes me. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's a multitude of different things, and but I love being I love I love taking some time out on my own and just really being reflective and really enjoying that that reflective process as well. 
Yeah. This has been all about me so far, Steve. What, oh, what about you, bro? Where, where were you born? Okay, so I was born in Papua New Guinea, the Western Highlands, which is way, way away from civilization, a place called Mount Hagen. Yeah. Um, my mum was working in a leprosy hospital over there, and my dad um, was working um, building and also managing a um, sawmill. And they met at a mutual friend's wedding and got together, and then down the track I came, and then not long after I was born, they, they moved to Townsville. And then I, but I mainly grew up in South Gippsland in Victoria, farming area, and we were. Did on you do any farming? Yeah, we were on a dairy farm for you a were? while. Wow! And s- interestingly enough, there was quite a lot of Italians, mate, down there growing peas and market gardeners, and but uh, we were on a dairy farm, and my dad then left that and went back to building, and my mum worked at a local local hospital, and so yeah, that was where I grew up. I've got um, in my own family now. I've. I've got a beautiful wife, Ariana. She's Mauritian and a son, Jaden. And we're just loving being on the Gold Coast. We did a recent recording where we were talking about Ariana and and uh, and just some some of the ways that the passion that flows from from some of the conversations that her and her parents had. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, when you're married to s- certain cultural groups, they they love to talk loud when they talk, mm-hmm. and a um, little bit like Italians, you're wondering yeah. whether they're having a fight, but they're just having a discussion sometimes. That's right. But what's fun for you, Steve? Well. I enjoy the outdoors, in particular, mm. Ariana and I and Jaden, we love going down the beach yep. for runs and, and uh, run down along the beach there. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Particularly down at Corumban and Chugan area, we really love doing that. And Burley, they're our favourite spots. And uh, I like the great outdoors, adventure, mm-hmm. yep. travel, that kind of thing. So for me, anything in the outdoors is, is absolutely fantastic. I've got a, I've got a road bike, a, a bicycle that, yep. I, that I ride sometimes. Not as much lately, but it's uh, something else that I also enjoy doing. So tell me a little bit about your work. You mentioned about you were in the Navy for a little bit and then you came back to Melbourne. And what did you get into there? And just give me a little bit of, help people understand a little bit, you know, some of your work journey so that, Mm. When we're talking and having discussions, they, they got a bit of an idea about who mm. it is that's some of the background behind that. Yeah, well, I know what um, when you leave uh, the military, uh, one of the things that's uh, the hardest things to do is transition into civilian life and that transition of finding the camaraderie and the teamwork and the things that you're used to dealing with and working with is, is a pretty difficult thing. So you're chopping from place to place trying to find that, trying to find that little zone. So I went from... Um, uh, working behind a bar, working in a restaurant, uh, a work, working security, uh, went into real estate. I was selling real estate for, for a number of years. I was selling um, insurance for a number of years. So there's a whole raft of different things. And then my, bro- my older brother and I, we, we went and bought our own restaurant and we worked that for a while. And, and, you know, and then I was a scuba diving instructor. You know, so between that and then moving full time into security after the restaurant, um, I, I really focused on my security career and I was managing uh, a large portion of the security operations for casino, operation roles, um, you know, where we had 15, 1,600 staff. We'd be running some of Australia's largest major events, including the Formula One Grand Prix um, and MotoGP and, you know, the MCG. All these places were under my, uh, under my direct management and leadership. 
And we had a fantastic team, the guys that were doing the great job at the time. There was many, many opportunities opened up for me and, and I learned and I grew a lot. I learned what not to do and learned what to do. And all in all, it's, uh, it's grown to me to be, I spent a fair bit of time uh, in, with some of the largest uh, organisations in Australia and learned some really good things. Learned from really good people too. So, so now you own your own business. So you've obviously transitioned from being an employee and in yeah. quite um, high level roles, and now, but now you've gone into being in your own your own company. Absolutely, uh, we started uh, started our business about two thousand eleven. When I came back from the US after certifying with John Maxwell, I set up a security business, a consulting business, and uh, we set up a coaching business, and uh, and they've been running parallel ever since. Uh, so I've been growing that and we've got a great team of people in our security business that are currently managing and looking after that. And it's now gone national and international. It has, yeah. Yeah. We're wow. very blessed. That's very blessed in that regard. That's fantastic. Yeah. Got a great team of people. It's not it's not all on me. Um, we've got a great team of people, they're doing a great job. Uh big big shout out to all of them. Uh they're they're uh, they're they're a great bunch and and uh wouldn't have it any other way. If they just go out every day do what they need to do and they do it at such a great level and help keep people safe and they help keep people safe mm. that's that's what they do well with myself my dad being a builder all through high school and a lot of um and being in a farming area as well my jobs were um, before i was working full-time i pumped petrol at a petrol station was in charge of, of doing that and checking the oil and changing tires and dealing with customers who didn't want to pay and some who were trying to steal stuff out of the shop very yep. interesting times as yep. a young 14 year old then i went into you know doing building work on building sites with dad and some of his friends and learned a lot there then the farming stuff as well so it was quite a diverse background and when i left high school i felt called to by god to be a pastor and i felt that in my heart and so I went off to university and I studied a Bachelor of Arts in Theology and became a pastor. Mm. My first church was just down the road from where I studied. It was 1,100 members. That was a great place to kind of learn about people and leading people and I had you know, senior mentors in my life which was fantastic. And then from that role I got called into a statewide role helping oversee youth work for the state of Victoria mm. here in Australia. And then after a period there um, I was asked to go to the New Zealand Pacific region to help oversee youth work there. And we had a number of countries that were part of our region that we would travel to to do training and leading and coaching and mm. those kinds of things in the area of working with young people. And then from there I came to Queensland. That's how I came here. I got to meet you. And uh, for a number of years here, I was overseeing youth work for the South Queensland region. And then I became a local church pastor again. Um, and that's where I caught up with you. And what a great meeting of the minds that was. Yeah. So it, it's <laughs> real, it's been a, a fabulous journey. So that's that's who we are. We wanted you to get a little bit of a, a view. Bit of a glimpse of yeah. us. So Alex obviously comes through the corporate um, arena and has stepped through that and, and now as a, as a business owner and for myself, obviously a non-profit faith community, yep. um, mixing with a huge range, uh, range like yourself of uh, different nationalities and people Absolutely. groups. And that's placed us in a position to be able to offer some value to you as a leader and, mm. and also in personal growth. Exactly. It's a, it's a difficult space to work across 
both for profit and not for profit. You know, my mentor says one of the most difficult places to lead yeah. not for profit organizations where you're so focused on on volunteers. And if you can learn to lead in those spaces, corporate, you just chew up corporate. It just it just because you, you just have a completely different heart for people and you're able to really pour into them. And so we bring both of those spaces together and I think really add a, a rich flavor to to leadership, especially in that transitional or either transitional role or uh, there are people that are working corporate jobs that are actually also volunteering. Mm. I, I can tell you something, your corporate leadership doesn't work in volunteer organizations. No. It doesn't work for long and there is a special knack on how to do that. Yeah. And so it's just learning those uh, and, and, and also then adjusting the the voluntary type leadership into the corporate world. There's a there's an adjustment that needs to happen and sometimes we just don't make that adjustment happen quite so successfully. So we can add some value and some richness to that, to the people's journey to, to help them along that. I think that's a fantastic because both sides can learn from each other. Absolutely. And when we do that, um, we can really maximise the effect of of being more effective in our, our leadership and in our own personal growth. Yep. We want to unpack for you a little bit about why the Transformation Station and Leader Flow podcasts and why that's important to us. Alex, yep. what, why is it important to you? This is a great way for us to give back um, into the community. Uh, the, these podcasts are free of charge, no strings attached. They're there for people to download and listen. To. And our, our hope is to to add some value to your lives. Uh, if you can take away one small thing, one small step, uh, one idea and apply it to your life, it can really help you change and move towards that which you want to be. And the reality is, this is why I'm so passionate about the trans transformation side of things, because transformation really comes down to action. Yeah, uh, It's about applying because there's a ton of knowledge out there. You'll, you'll hear from us, you know, collectively probably 35, 40 years of leadership and um, uh, personal development information that we've distilled and we have applied and we have tried and tested it within our own environment here in Australia. And because not everything that works from overseas, it needs to be tried and tested here in our local, in our local, um, in our local community. You know, we've done that. And I'm not saying we have all the answers, but we have some answers. Mm. And I know that we have some of those steps that can help people transform to become the leader that they need to be or they want to be. Uh, but it all really comes down to transformation. Just to help add a little bit more oomph to it, um, I've just completed a grad dip in psychology. And I did that through COVID-19, purely because I wanted to add a little bit of weight to the knowledge and the action steps that I've taken over the last 20 or 30 years of personal development is to actually add some weight and say, okay, you know, he's continuing to grow. So you mould that with the coaching. It really has given me a really good, confident foundation to know that what I'm saying is something that's still cutting edge yeah. stuff that's out there. And I'm continuing my education, but I, I, I look at that and go, you know what, I don't think we can ever stop growing. I think we need to make a commitment to ourselves to continue to grow every day. This is the greatest way of reaching out. Yeah. So if you know people that are on the journey and they're looking at transformation or looking to, to Im improve and increase their leadership and they're looking for a fresh, different perspective, tell them to subscribe to our podcast and, and to come along and have a listen. Yeah. And we welcome the feedback either through our Facebook page to come back and, and let us know or even our website and let us know 
what are some of the topics or some of the struggles that you're having in your leadership journey, in your transformation journey? And we might be able to take those up as topics as, uh, as we progress. So that's what I'm passionate about. It's about the people yeah. the other day. I've spent over two decades working beside people, encouraging people, enabling them. And one of the things that really I, I noticed as the further I got along was that often people had reached a level or a lid where they felt stuck in life. Mm. And I realized that if I was going to be effective, I needed to move into the space of developing leaders. Right. And so that was a real motivator for me to take people and encourage them and, and build their leadership skills because I saw people making mistakes that I made as a rookie. And some of these people were in senior roles, had very little onboarding, and they were making rookie mistakes. If you don't know some of the skills that, that are out there in relation to leadership, you can go through a world of pain that was really quite unnecessary. Absolutely. And I really wanted to help people out yeah. to help them feel like that they were being more effective and to see the joy on their faces when they're like, oh, those aha moments. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's awesome. And then through the John Maxwell material that I went through when I became a certified John Maxwell speaker, coach and trainer, the same as you, I realized just how important the mindset shift was. And I'd spent many years meeting people who in their mindset were really stuck. They were stuck at the station mm. and it seemed like the train was whizzing by them. They just couldn't get back on the train again. Yep. And so here you had these, some, some people were stuck five, 10, 15 years of their life, maybe more. And for me, that was like, I want to help you get back on the train again. So when people's minds are expanded and when they realize and have a, a fresh start and that renewal yep. and that transformation and a new way of thinking and approaching life and things, suddenly it's a whole new world. And for me, enabling... It's like the veil is lifted, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And the excitement. Yeah. So yep. for me, absolutely, that's what really fires me up and motivates mm. me with Transformation Station yep. and Leader Flow and, and like you to give back to yep. people and add value to them. Yep. And this is a way to do it. You can be traveling in your car. You don't have to be anywhere particularly special. And you can take on board some things because everyone's got a fast pace of life. And that's what I love about podcasts. Absolutely. Um, the, the reality is, you know, we've, we're, I think we're coming to the end of our, to the end of our time. Yeah. But I've got to say, just, to, just before we finish up, that, mate, you have been a blessing in my life and I appreciate everything that you do. And you've been, you've been awesome. And I really look forward to the import and the transformation that we can help others out there achieve and we can do that together. So to you, Mr. Kane, thank you. Thank you, Alex. And you're, you've been an incredible person to work with. I've grown so much with you. I'm excited about the mix of skills that we have, the way that we can work together, be mm. honest with each other, yep. say the hard things when we need to say the hard things to each other. And I think that's what helps sharpen us I know that you're a hungry learner. I'm a hungry learner. And there's something about, you know, when you meet a leader, you usually know because leaders are learners. And Absolutely. they're very keen to grow and develop. And they're the people that I, I love being around. And, and that's you. And so thank you for being a very special part of my journey. Couldn't ask for a better person to do this with. Thanks, man. We're both Appreciate meeting it. dreams together. So we're going to publish our podcasts 
every Wednesday at 5 a.m. If you're wondering when the next podcast is coming out, you've already read one, you've listened to one, and you're keen for the next one. Oh, sorry, Steve. Every Wednesday, 5 a.m. Sorry, Steve. Yeah. I, I snuck one in tonight. Oh, did you? I, yes. I, I set one up for seven o'clock tonight, just so that the they could the listeners could see that there's there's another podcast up there. But the next one will come out next Wednesday. All right. Um, this one is out. It's out tonight. Tune yeah. in. It's well, great. You, you know, uh, Alex. Only little confession to make too. I slipped in an extra. Oh, moment. you tonight, didn't tell me. Even though tonight was supposed go. to be our launch of just number one. Great minds think alike. We wanted to add extra value to you, give you two podcasts there you go. at the official launch two, all off the bat. Two podcasts for the price of one. Yeah. Hang on, price of none. <laughs> that's right. So well, That's enough from us. Yeah, we just a, a quick thing in go closing. On. If you haven't done so already, we would love you to go to your mobile device, your tablet or laptop, and subscribe to Transformation Station and Leaderflow podcast channels. Yeah. Um, and each podcast channel has a corresponding website behind it. They do, transformationstation.com.au or leaderflow.com.au. You'll find us there and each of those have got a submission page. Blog. Um, blog subscriptions, got blogs as well as the podcast links. Uh, so it's all there on the website. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear how it's blessing you or otherwise. And you know what? If it is blessing you, if... if if what you're hearing and what you're reading is of value to you, we'd love for you to also tell your friends about it. Mm-hmm. Give us a five-star rating on whatever device you're using. We'd love to hear that. And we'd love for you to share it with others. As we said, it's a free resource. Um, go ahead and share it. Don't, don't hog it. And from time to time, Alex and I are going to bring special guests on the show. Absolutely. On both podcasts because we want to expose you to other people who are in the trenches doing it. Yep. And we want to make sure that what we deliver to you is practical and replicable. And that's something that we're very committed to because at the end of the day, if you can't repeat it, then what use is it? That's right. So thank you. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, absolutely. So (laughs) That's not you being stupid. That's me being stupid. Yeah, I was trying to think (laughs) through that one for a minute. So um, from Alex and I, a big thank you for taking the time to join us and enjoy listening to the Leader Flow and Transformation Station. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Transformation Station podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable transformation information can be found at our website, transformationstation.com.au.